This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. One, two, one, two, this is in the conversation, eh? We are, 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 are here! Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know Vladimir. Come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. Sorry about your eardrums. Regulated. We are back. It's in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon, uh, and as always, on my right-hand side, I got... The one and only, El Profesor Vladimir Camaño. Oh, shit. And on my left-hand side, I got... You got the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad, you know what I'm saying? Le- <laughs> legend of the fall. Oh, you know shit. I'm about to get this shit in. <laughs> all right, all right. Live in stereo, everybody ooh, in the building at ooh. the table. Together, the right. triumphant. Tri- trifecta. Uh-huh. This is, this, is, this is a rare situation. But we all in the business. No doubt. Highlight of my week. There it is. I'm glad to I'm glad to see y'all, man. Good to first of all, I haven't been here in a minute. I've been gone at least two weeks. So I just want to shout out because I've been listening to the conversation. I stay in the conversation. Uh, thank you, brother. No, thank of course. You. Now, I appreciate your, your, your the highlights, as you would say. <laughs> support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just want to shout out our, our past guests, uh, Aviva Klein and uh, Felicia Megan Felicia, Felicia. Felicia Megan Gordon for. For two really, really deep and like really good, <laughs> thoughtful episodes. No doubt. And 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 for everybody who actually gave feedback from last week, all of the brothers who 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 got in the DM, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk about that later in the show. We're gonna talk about <laughs> we're it. Gonna we're gonna get gonna have, it. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Uh <clears throat> but anyway, man, it's good to be here. Uh, Labor Day was yesterday. We are in the fall officially, I guess. First of all, how was your Labor Day? How was your how'd your summer wrap up? What you thinking? Uh, it was great, man. I hung out with my family. I'm in New York for a little bit, so I hung out with pops. Uh, we chilled in the crib. I hung out with my older brother Frankie. Okay. Uh, you know Frankie Sharp, Big mm-hmm. Chief, Salsa mm-hmm. Dance Extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I do. Uh, what do we do, man? I had shows all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. I took Monday off, and I just chilled with them. Saw uh, saw Narcos. Okay, with the family? My father uh, may jump in there because it's one of the few shows that has a lot of Spanish. Right. And mm-hmm. I think he can actually get into it, so I'm trying to pull him into the, okay. the series. Let me ask you this. As a Latino, uh, you're not Brazilian. You're not, you're not, you know. Colombian. Not Colombian, pardon me. He's Brazilian. The guy, the guy playing that plays Pablo. Pablo's right. Brazilian. It's been a, I mean, not a lot, but a, a, a good amount of pushback from my Latino friends who were like, that is one thing that gets them from fully enjoying Narcos is the fact that the accent is off. Did that bother you? The accent is off. It comes out in particular points. He's overemphasizing the Spanish sometimes. And it just makes you wonder, casting-wise, they couldn't find, you know. A Colombia? And then also. But that guy is pretty good, though. I, I mean, think he's damn good, but I'm not Latin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not Colombian. But and yeah. I wonder, I wonder if you're a Colombian and God forbid you play Pablo wrong as a Colombian. Oh, and they, yeah, they. Ooh, and, 
yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. shit. Because yeah. stakes know. is high. Or yeah, yeah, or what is the consequence of playing him in general? In general, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and living in Columbia at the same time. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I'm sure he's not universally loved, you know, in Columbia. Yeah. So. I wonder if any Colombians passed on it. Like, ah, I'm, <laughs> know I'm not reading on that one. No, no, no. Pop, no, no, no. They did the same thing on Queen of the South, which is a show on USA that just uh-huh. got picked up. The lead, the lead actress supposed to be Mexican. Yeah. She's played by Brazilian. But, you know, shit. On The Wire, Idris was from London right. playing a cat in Baltimore. Uh-oh. And his accent jumped out every now and again, you know. And yeah, it, it kind of threw you off a little bit, but it used to, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed him as, as Stranger Bell. Jax on Sons of Anarchy is from, I want to say London or Ireland or something. He's definitely not American. And yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know until later on into the season. But uh, go ahead. No, and then uh, Luis Guzman was playing a Mexican. Mm-hmm. And even his accent wasn't, you know, Luis Guzman is the you know, Puerto Rican dude. He's been mm-hmm. a lot of films, a great character right, actor. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His accent was way off, too. Right. As a Mexican actor. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think Gacho was a Mexican, right? Gacho? Or was he Colombian? I think he might have been Colombian. I don't know. He was, I think it was Colombian. Was he part of Colombia City? Yeah. We're going to find out. We need some out. research. Yeah. Either way, though, the casting is interesting. The, the, the show is great. I. I've been asking around to see how accurate it is to the Pablo, uh, you know, yeah. mythology and, and how true it is. But I've been watching. I gotta say, it feels as though it's a movie. It feels every episode feels as if it's shot as a movie. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they. I, I would love to see a behind the scenes director's, you know, director's commentary uh-huh. of the show. So I started watching the season two dropped. And how going far crazy. are you? You into season two already? I just got into when Pablo escapes the. Whoa, 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 yeah. don't let's not. Well, this no pl- no, people know. This I stuff. know, but yeah. let's not fuck it up as a <laughs> no, plot. They know. Point. They know. It's public knowledge. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Pablo. I know. You, I know. There's certain. I mean, shit it's, it's historical. It's historical. Like, yeah, it's historical. Look it up. Yeah, but look it up. I'm talking about how was how being brought out. I know certain things. Does Pablo die? I know Pablo dies, but I just want to know: Are you into season two? I'm into end of season one. Okay, all right, so bet. I bet. I'm in this, I'm in season two real deep. Okay. And I really don't want to watch it no more because I really don't want to see Pablo get caught. So wait, so Pablo's a great guy. Isn't he? He's a great guy. <laughs> so wait, so you actually you've built some uh are you oh, are you are you rooting for Pablo in a way? The way that it's shot, like, cause you 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 live with Pablo in the, right. in the show, like you live with him. He got a bunny rabbit and shit. Yeah, for his daughter. You know what I'm saying right. he Good playing job. with the kids. You know, Good. he love his wife. I wish I I wish I could come <laughs> home and, and and do how Pablo do with his wife. You like, can like shit. Know what I'm just saying? Like shit just, that would piss you the fuck off uh-huh, at home. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Pablo come in like it's not a fucking problem. Yeah, <laughs> like when no like millions. you know what I'm saying like a whole lot of me. <laughs> but I'm saying like when when somebody. Fucked up, uh-huh. and you know what I'm saying did something he said don't do, and then right. he fucked up the whole situation, uh-huh. and then you know it came to a point where they were arguing, like you know what I'm saying his people were arguing back and forth, uh-huh. and he listened to the shit, uh-huh. and it was blatantly they motherfucker fault, right? right. <laughs> but he came in, no, it's not your fault. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying it's not your fault. It's all good. It's like man, that was a fucking fault, but okay. Oh, he did that for his lady. Not his lady. It was okay. his mama. His mama. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. you, you the one giving out you. I'm trying not I, to give no, away no, the plot. No, no, point. no, 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 no. I just didn't know. I didn't know what was that. I'm trying no. not to give away the plot. I point. got you. But he was just so calm. He's a good and, guy. And, 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 you know, it's, like I said, you live in his world. So you don't, you're not necessarily, you see some of the other stuff, but you're actually seeing a lot of the good side of him, too. So I, it's, it's written in a way where. You, you know, you feel that you feel a certain kind of way about the character. He's charming. There's three things I want to talk to y'all about, and damn, you could jump in here too because you saw you you saw season two or no? Nah, I started uh, season two. I watched the first episode. 
and I've fallen asleep on the second episode. I haven't gotten through it yet. I ain't had enough. Not to say there's anything bad about it, but you know he's just tired. He's trying to watch some shit just to watch some shit. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten past it. No, you got to have some time. Yeah, man. it's real. You, know, you can't turn your head. It's yeah. not one of those. You and can't, and you, got, and you got to read that shit. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> you I, missed I two I'm, scenes. I'm exactly. I'm yeah, you good. I'm you, we got, we got, yeah, I'm custom built for that We got to read that shit. I'm trying to do other shit. I got to pause. I got to pause. Hold exactly, on. <laughs> I can't. I can't check an email and do that. It's nah, two different nah, you, things. You gotta but read. I'm, well, that's one of the things I want to talk. I'm. I'm. I, it makes me. I'm happy that because so much Spanish, that right. American viewership is so high on it. Yeah. With even with the subtitles. Right. And it proves that point that you can have bilingual languages. Right. Because when I was working on my pilot, that was one of the questions. You gonna have Spanish in it? Right. And I said absolutely. Right. You know, and I'm happy that this is this is a proof of concept. You yeah, know? I just think that the, the story got to be strong. The story got to be strong. Gotta and be and this is uh. Netflix. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? You can turn them captions on or you can turn them off. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a little different than network TV unless, you know. You can turn the captions off on a Netflix show? Yeah. Well, on, like not, on, on, on Pablo, on they have them embedded. Not on Narcos okay. because when they speak Spanish, they're going to put them up. I like how you call it Pablo. But yeah. that's how <laughs> much you fuck with Pablo. Pablo talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, hey, yeah, it's Pablo to me. Go ahead. But, but on other shows, like... like I can't like on shows when they be doing a lot of whisper talking and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. I always turn the captions on. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And just turn the volume down? No, I t- keep the volume up, but I turn the captions on so I could fucking keep up right. and not have the strain to hear that whisper talking it's shit. It's interesting that you call it whisper talk because I don't know I don't know <laughs> if it was just the motherfucker get old or if not- it's something that's specific to a lot of Netflix shows, there's this thing where the dialogue is low as shit. So you turn the volume up just to hear the dialogue, and then when it's going from scene to scene, the music is like doom doom. Right, You're right, like, right. oh shit, and it can kill your whole vibe. Them captions, boy. Them I, captions. Have, I have, but, some for but that. I've been doing that. I've been doing the captions joint for years. For years, like that whisper talk kills me. I can't hear it. You know, what whisper what I'm talk on the Apple TV, the new Apple TV. Yeah, you hold the Siri button down, and uh-huh. you literally say, "What did he just say?" Uh huh. And it will it will rewind <laughs> to the point. Like your lady. No, it will rewind to the point <laughs> is, and give you happened? captions for that particular scene. Then they right. take them off. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's it's interesting. Dope. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you know, Game of Thrones. I always had the captions on because I don't you yeah, know, that, have that, time. You don't know what the fuck they talking yeah. about. You got to read that shit. But it's funny because same thing happened with Breaking Bad, and it also happened to me watching Scarface when I was growing up, where you just sympathize with a psychopath. Right. You know, yeah. Pablo's a psychopath. You know, yeah. he, he blew up that blew up that plane with all the people to get at the Gavaria, yeah. at the president. Right. Yeah. But yet you find yourself going, I want this guy to get away. And this is a cultural phenomenon that we've had for a long time, even with like criminals in America, like, you know, the mobsters. And right. This is fascination and this rooting. But and then it's our relationship with, with Hollywood and the shows you know, growing up, you know, you see all these kind of shows and superhero to villain, cops and robbers, you know what I'm saying? And depending right. on how the story is told and, and through whose lens it's told. You you know what I'm saying you you decide on who you're gonna root for. So what I wanted to ask you about, based on that sympathizing of the character, right? And again, you, maybe this is asking too much of Narcos, but do you feel that they did they did a good job of contextualizing why Colombia got so caught up in the drug trade and how? Because I almost felt as though the way they painted the U.S. was only as as like these guys coming in to help. Uh huh. Right. But they didn't really do a good job of kind of creating how the U.S. involvement. Almost also sponsored that dr- the, the 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 drug the drug war. They made a couple references right. to it, right? Right. In you know the, what I'm saying. In the first season, they made a couple references. To yeah. It. But you know what I'm saying. That's that's not even just in the show or in TV. In real life, you know what I'm saying. You you 
the drug dealers became heroes in real life. Right. You know what I'm saying? They was the ones getting money, getting it fast in your neighborhood. They was like the closest people you knew that had money right there in front of your face. Like, you know what I'm saying? All the, all the time you see stuff that's just on TV and then you got a guy right next to you that's getting it. Or somebody right in your family that's getting it. Or, you know what I'm saying? You can live in a whole family that everybody's some in some part of the game and you might not see none of the game. You might not see none of their dirty work. But everybody that you love is a part of that shit. And if somebody from the outside looks and says those people are bad people, you like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? That's you know what I mean? That's that's my people. That's all right. I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I think that show in particular kind of shows you how that phenomenon even comes about. Because when you do and you are taking care of people and you put money on the table and you're feeding people and you're feeding whole neighborhoods and you're building shit for people to live in. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to root against you, and especially when you're killing motherfuckers up. I mean, he was killing. So I, what I wanted to see, and I haven't seen season two yet. I wanted to see, I, well, I've been reading myself about, I want to know about Pablo's childhood mm-hmm. to contextualize that the, the his demons, because that dude was, I mean, he was, he was killing people left and right. But in that game, that's what come with. No, the, I know. That come with the job. Yeah, yeah. But I, I find I'm, I'm hoping that there's like there's consistency between all these types of drug lords. It, it come with the job. It's just they like get hugged enough. It's got to be that. <laughs> I mean, that's real but, but it's just like I right, say, like, enough hugs. Just like when Obama got elected, and I was like, everybody love Obama. Obama got a lot of hugs. You know what I'm saying? But I read about it. Obama got a lot of bodies right now too. Well, that was you know, <laughs> that's part of the job. You know what I'm saying? Obama got bodies. I'm yeah. sure he got bodies. <laughs> you the ones we saw. Look, he got, he got he got Osama. They got Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. And he, he got what's the name? Uh, that's just the ones we yeah. know. He got a lot. He got some shit. That's what, the ones we know. I think what it is too is it's, it's entertainment, and, and to your example, it's you know knowing people personally, right? So when you're doing a show about Pablo, you know, or you live in the same hood. As a drug dealer, you get to see them personally, right? If you're watching a show about Pablo, they have to fully, they got to flesh out his life. When you watch the news, they just reporting the foul shit. This guy killed X amount of people. This guy had this many drugs on him. This guy is responsible for da, 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 da. They just report the news. So it's real easy when it's cut and dried up to be like, oh, he's a bad guy. You know what I mean? Because you don't know anything beyond the surface outside of what they just reported. But when you, you've you seen this cat do certain things that affect the neighborhood around you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's he's actually been charming when he's seen your, your grandmother or something like that. You know he's killed people, but he still opens the door. He's a nice guy. He honks the horn. You know, you watch Pablo. You watch fucking Narcos. And he loves his wife. He loves his kid. He his mom. fucks with bunnies. And, yeah. You know what I mean? He dressed like Jerry Seinfeld when he came out. The, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're like, wow, I'm getting to see a little bit more because you know that he ain't shit. You know that historically. Like the shit he's done is fucked up. But it's like, damn, this guy's kind of charming. This guy is kind of, he's a nice guy. He's all right. I mean, not a nice guy. Yeah, but he but, uh, he, he went out there. He got it. He, he's, was, he was the chief getter yeah. of all getters. Yeah. I mean, he became, you know, and then as high as he got, just just the level of 
fucking outlaw he was. He was, was an outlaw, total outlaw. But it was to the point where I, you got through the first season. You got through the first season. I'm almost right? done with it, yeah. But you can talk. I mean, it's so, a public, public story. I yeah. mean, the man built his old prison that looks <laughs> yeah. horrible from the outside and it's like club bed Bananas inside. inside. <laughs> that shit right there is one of the top five mythology. Like, what? <laughs> this, you, who? That's the illest shit talking point. Oh, yeah, I had to build my own prison. We was in that bitch swimming. They thought we was in there doing hard time from the outside. We were living life, and he and then he pressured the government to yeah he did it he did it like he 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 manipulated that situation so, for him completely yeah we're gonna take off the extradition law and I'm gonna build my own prison that's crazy but that's what happens when that money becomes systematic money yeah what you mean what you mean when it becomes so much money that it's become systematic like I didn't really understand like how drug culture became so prevalent. In Miami, right? You're talking about like the 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 the, the seduction of being a drug. No, owner? no, 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 no. The money, the actual start money, shit move. Right. Start making jobs. Start like. But I'm, what I'm saying is, in the '90s, um, PBS had a documentary, and it was on basically all these guys, and but strictly from the lens of Florida and Miami, right? And how you know the Benz dealership that everybody bought their Benzes from was, you know, what I'm saying a drug front. You know, for one of the, you know, cartel cats. And they sold so many fucking cars, you know what I'm saying, from that one spot. It was it was booming. But then when the drug shit went away, you know what I'm saying, that business totally tanked. tanked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This shit just went, just left. No, no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's an empty ass building on 7th Avenue in Miami that's just a fucking- Gutted. Yeah, just straight up. Look like Detroit. You know what I'm saying? But when they talked about- the amount of money that the cocaine business was bringing into the state, it you know what I'm saying it was the it was the 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 GDP of the state, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. the gross domestic product of the state. That means it was the, making the most money of any other product in the state, which means it created the most jobs. That's when it becomes systematic. Now, shit shit relies on that money. Mm-hmm. Like if you take if you take if you take down. On the smallest on the smallest level, you take down a drug strip in Miami, say Fifteenth Ave, which was a historical drug strip, and Super Bowl came in in ninety eight or whatever ninety nine, and they shut all that shit down. After all them years, they shut it down in like two weeks. You could see the amount of businesses that went down. You know what I'm saying? All of the fish markets and restaurants and the car washes started to die out once all of that money stopped coming through that particular block. And that's what I'm saying. When it becomes systematic, the money he was bringing in, the money he was making was, that's not one block. You right. know what I'm saying? That's that's systematic type of money. He talking about what he was talking about four hundred something million dollars a week or some shit like that. <laughs> something ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? He was, like he's that, bearing money. That that's that shit right. That kind of money right there. That's that's all everybody's job. Some some cities, everybody's job is that money. That's what I find crazy about it. There's so many interests aligned to that. That's what, and I think that you know again I haven't seen the second season, but to talk about that. Um, yeah, it's a it's a documentary on PBS. It's a PBS documentary. I had to look it up. See if they still got yeah, that. Yeah, get right. the name. Put it yeah. on the Facebook page. Uh, speaking of Pablo, I went to go see Young Kanye last night. The uh, Saint Pop. Did y'all were y'all still talking about? No, 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 no. I was about to use that transition at the garden. Yeah, I went to the I went to the to the Young Garden yesterday. To sold see. out. It looked like it. It looked like it. That shit felt like it. Uh, it was hell. It was interesting, man. It was. 
aesthetically, like just from a visual standpoint, the shit was next level. It's innovative. You know, Kanye always going to do something that's innovative. So now, how they set it up now is, because I went there, I didn't know. By the ticket price, I, I figured that the seats was gonna be for decent, <laughs> but you still couldn't get a, a clear, could get a clear uh, a seat idea. Map. You yeah, get get a map. A, I didn't see the seat map, but you couldn't get a clear idea when you sat down. Like, all right, so where's the stage? What's going on here at this point? There's like being on the floor, general admissions, mad people on the floor, and then there was you know the seats and shit. So we got a nice little set situation, and um, we waiting. Now the show was supposed to start at eight o'clock. But he didn't get on until about maybe 10 after 9. And I think, I really believe that is so that that merch table could get get its, like that. Fair first, share. Oh, man. <laughs> the merch table looked like a lineup outside of Supreme. Like, the shit was ridiculous. That's a whole nother side project in going to the Kanye show. If you're a reseller, you could kind of make some paper. You could probably get your ticket worth of money and even more because... I started seeing what they were selling in the in the arena, going eBay that night. Shit is going for four to six wow. times that. Like it's ridiculous. Now the bubble might burst after a while, but the the hype is real. Kanye bring out a lot of you know, a lot of hype beasts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, now excuse my ignorance, because I, I never been to a concerts. Did Kanye have an opener with the other? There's no opener at all. So it was, sometimes he has openers, but this there's no opener at all. So let me get back to the thing. So there's people on the on the floor. Never been a guy that's good. I haven't been the guy standing at a concert in a long time. That's commitment. You got to really it's be New Year's Eve dropping the yeah dropping the ball. You got standing out there. Yeah, you got you got to be commitment. But I remember there was a time yeah. I was the cat and wanted to like damn they're fighting to be towards the front. You right. know what I mean? You got to leverage all through the show and you know what I mean. Hope you don't spill your drink or your sneakers. You know what I mean? Hope I don't step on your shit. It was a whole mm-hmm. different type of thing. Now I need a seat. You know what I mean? I want to say that. <laughs> but anyway, so we waited. About 10 after 9, the show finally starts. I think he opens up with the original Father Stretch My Hands. You know, the, the what he opens up on the album with. But it's like the original joint. And then it's just the lights come on. And this motherfucker, it's a stage that comes out that's over the fucking people standing. Mm-hmm. The stage is in the air. He's over you on stage, like tethered on stage. It's like a, like a big rectangular stage. Looks like a like a pallet, kind of like a pallet like slab. Like a floating platform, or like a floating platform, exactly. Glass you see through, you see underneath. No, it's not. You it can't see underneath. Okay. Which is interesting because, like Rihanna had the thing we could see underneath. But Kanye, I guess he don't want people looking at his, you know, his balls. Yeah. You know what I mean? When like on the skirt? No, he's jealous. <laughs> so you don't need a, but it's just a fucking, it's like a platform, but it's over the audience. Like literally maybe six to ten feet above the crowd. And the crowd is going crazy. Like they bugging out. So it's almost like the crowd is part of the show. Because mm-hmm. the platform moves about throughout the whole oh, wow. shit. Now the th- it was dope visually to look at. Me, I could have been one of these kids under the platform. Because God forbid, the insurance liability's got to, the waiver's got to be crazy. Because if that shit pop, so, it's a few motherfuckers going down. You know what I mean? Like, because there was one but part. can you even see if you under the platform? It don't. That's the thing. It don't even matter. But oh, that was okay. the thing that I was bugging out off of. So, so well, you're going to get to that. But it was interesting because, like, something like he started performing waves or 
niggas in Paris or something. He was like, bounce, bounce, bounce. He's on that shit on the platform by himself. And he's bouncing. And that platform is like shaking like a motherfucker. And I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all are wilding. But anyway, um, it's an interesting experience because it's different for the fan and the performer. Because it's a performer, and maybe because it's lit, but those people on the floor, especially those people under the platform, are probably the liveest people in the room. You know what I mean? The rest of the room is kind of lit, but these people are like, they mosh and they going crazy. But the thing is, Kanye's over them, so he can't even really connect and pull that energy mm. all the way. Like, he got to lean over to kind of see them, and they can't really see him. So it's an interesting transfer of energy going on. Typically, mm. it's like from the stage out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This time, it's like it's a whole relationship given to the two of them. That was cool. Just innovation-wise. Other than that, though, he's kind of obscured. Like, you see his silhouette more than anything. Mm -hmm. You'll see, like, on the jumbo screen, it's still, like, there's, like, a filter or something on it. You know what I mean? So you can't really fully see him. Mm -hmm. You know it's him, but you you can't, like, you can't see no, like, he can't make no expressions. He's not, you know what I mean? He's just rapping. A shadowy figure rapping. Right, right, right. Silhouette. It's a silhouette. There's no there's no cameos. Cause ain't nobody climbing up on that shit. Cause you got, I don't even know how you get on there. And then at the very end, the end it was a little abrupt. I won't fuck the end. He ends it with ultra like babes. But they like these these people. And nobody was up there with them? Nah, I thought Chance was gonna come out because they started the making orchestra? a hole. No, where, where the, um, nah, this is the, the no orchestra, to track. No, okay. It's the track. Oh, to track. Yeah, it's pretty much oh, the he track. Went, he went cheap on y'all. He might he, he spent all the money I, on stage. Or that insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that insurance is expensive. That insurance gotta that shit. We can't have no mess no fucking missteps. And that merch table got to do numbers. Because right. Kanye did say he's about 53 million in the hole, so he yeah, needs to get it back. Yeah, please. Uh, you get it back. Because I will say this I've been there, like, I went to Glow in the Dark. Glow in the Dark felt like it had more of a narrative to the show. Mm -hmm. This one, it didn't really have a real narrative. He did a lot of the album, but it wasn't like exclusively the album. Then it was a point where he was just doing, you know, verses off of shit. Like, the second record he did was a Drake record. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, the shit with him. How much time did he do? He probably did about maybe at least two, at least two, maybe, maybe two and some change. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a healthy ass concert. It was getting to the point to where, like, you know, you get tired and you realize you dealing with standing. a, you dealing with a motherfucker with a catalog. Because <laughs> then at this point, you start, you start thinking about what you haven't heard. You know what I mean? You're like, damn, I ain't shit. We've been here two hours. Fuck, he ain't do ultra light beams yet. He ain't do fade yet. So I know we got at least this time, you know. Mm -hmm. But when he got to the end of the shit, it was cool. But what I'm saying is, there's one part, I think they're going to have to tweak it as it goes along. But there's a part where during ultra light beams, they like making a big ass hole, right? So I'm thinking, okay, like in the hole where everybody's there, so they're making a big ass hole. And they like, like using uh, flashlights and everything, and they're looking at the ground or whatever. And they're like, they like, they got like bomb detection suits on. <laughs> so at first, you know, I'm thinking maybe that's part of the, the show. Maybe some wild shit's going to happen. Maybe Chance is going to come out. You know what I mean? Maybe that'd be a big look for him. <laughs> then after it went on a little while, I was like, maybe these niggas is really looking look for bombs. Because <laughs> I've been in situations where they was, I went to a Texas Rangers game. And in the middle of the game, they just like went to my, my section and just got everybody up and started looking for bombs for like five, six minutes. It was like, all right, y'all can sit down. 
Like, huh? So they look, I'm like, are they looking for bombs? Then after a while, I'm like, we couldn't be looking for bombs during his set because he would be beefing. Right. But he's still performing. And then they, they move all this shit. And it, it like kind of built this, this bit of drama. Like, okay, what's going to happen? And then finally the, the platform goes, like slowly down. <laughs> they had to make sure that insurance was straight. <laughs> make sure nobody got hit. Hey. But the platform <laughs> comes down so slow and anti-climatic. It's like, <laughs> and you just see this thing. You see the dude jump up. Like it's like a carnival ride at this point. Dude comes up, untethers Kanye. Kanye gets off, takes off his jacket, throws it to one guy. That nigga just walks out the arena. He don't say goodnight or nothing. It took at least a good five minutes for the, the arena to be like, wait a minute, is that it? Is, is, is that how you going to end this shit? And it was over. Hey, them cats and them suits was from the insurance company. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, man. well, if they going to come, they got to wear these suits did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but overall, man, it was a good time. It was fun out there. If you get to go and you want some merch, get there early. <laughs> and get a couple extra pieces if you could afford it because you could probably make a little come up. I just picture Kanye getting calls yeah, with artists. Yo, Kanye, who, who, who does your insurance? Who's your guy? I mean, <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. Like a good name. <laughs> uh, yeah. State Farm is there. <laughs> you know, you should call, call Kanye because I saw him do a show at the garden. He, yeah, he, he knows insurance. He knows insurance. He, he knows premiums <laughs> and waivers. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. What's good with you, Muhammad? Hey, man, ain't nothing, man. It's the fall, man. Shit, kids going back to school. Yeah. It means I could get fully back on the grizzle. Huh? This your season, huh? Yeah, this my season, man. You know, I was a, I'm a child of a, you know, a teacher. Okay. So, so you know, okay. I've been on a school calendar my whole life pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. So, so you know, the summers was the summers. Right. You know what I'm saying? The fall was get back to it. Uh-huh. You know, have, you know. Get, back to work. Get fresh, get back to it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then, you know, you go to college, the same situation. Then, mm-hmm. you know, I had kids pretty much not too long after college. So okay. I was right back on that same schedule. So a lot of my a lot of my businesses was started in the fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So because, you know, you spend that summer really getting shit right. Then then the fall is get back to work. Turn over a new leaf. Yeah. So, you know, we I, used got- to, I, used to, I, used to, I used to be so turned off when school came back. Man. Oh, yeah. As a kid, I used to, be, I used to dread it. Nobody liked that oh. shit. I used to turn up. I used to love the summers, but you know what I'm saying? I enjoy I enjoy aspects of all this shit. So I had my summer shit. I see what you're saying. But you know what I'm saying? I had to, you know, something get back to school, you know what I'm saying? Check your traps, you know what I'm saying? Who 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 how they how they looking this this semester? You know what I'm saying? Who you got in your class? Who you, you know what I'm saying? Who you going to line up? That first <laughs> week is fun. At the then week 2, then hits. you realize you back in school. <laughs> you back to was, school. Here go. First week, you get fresh, you go, all of that hot <laughs> shit. But second week, you're like, ah. The funny thing for me was watching uh, like uh, girls that girls I, I didn't have crushes on develop the next year. I'm like, oh, oh so-and-so's coming up. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. There was a girl named Daphne in my, um, uh-huh. in my grade school, junior Shout high school. Shout out to Daphne. Wow. Daphne came back, I think it was eighth grade. Uh-huh. That summer did something to her. Uh-huh. She came back. Developed. Yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> it happens. I said, Daphne, oh, how were yeah. you? How was your summer? And she said, fuck you, uh, Jack. That happened to me. This girl came back. She had. She was flat back. 
You know what I'm saying? And that, that summer. All the way up to. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can stop me. I'm all you know the way saying? up. Oh, that man, summer after ninth grade, boy, like you said, you know, that she caught her mango season, as they say. Oh, my That's hilarious. That's <laughs> hilarious. Came, you know what I'm saying? And that, then um, she came back stacked up. And I was like, hey, 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 hey. She was like, fuck out of here with that bullshit. You ain't see me last year. Don't see me now. And then the competition is super thick at that point. Like, that's 12th grade. Everybody coming to the plate then. Motherfuckers with cars. Yeah, scavengers. And you had to buy out. You know what I'm saying? They gonna figure it out. Figure something out. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be able to have that investment eye when it comes to that I remember. I remember I'm with you when I used to hate particular cartoons because they signaled that it was time to go to school in the morning. Uh, where like what cartoons? I had, for me, it was Sailor Moon on Channel Eleven. Oh, I never got into that. I've been hearing a lot of a lot of kids talking about that on. Uh, that's like manga, right? Or it's a manga cartoon, Japanese. But it's, I want to know, but you guys, like, what was the TV show that signaled? Oh, damn! Now I gotta get up and. Nah, nah. I don't know if I had I, anything like. TV related. The kids didn't run the TV in okay. my house. My grandma ran the TV, and so it was the news or, or silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let what you know to let you you know what I'm saying know it was time to get to school was that people started moving around. You know, I was like, oh shit, yeah. time to get up. Yeah, it's kind of. What you watch? What The news coming up? It was a lot of news. Watch nothing. Or the radio. Yeah, you listen to the radio in your room. The radio when you getting ready, ironing your clothes or yeah. whatever. I remember back in the days that was like at least in. Dre, woohoo, going way back. That's what, like high school. They was doing the roll call. Yeah. What's up, y'all? What you gotta say? Who's on the phone with Aunt Lisa and Dre? That was Yo, this shit from the Bronx. Hey, yeah, that shit. I remember that. That was really it. I remember uh, listening to the radio, hearing later, you know, whatever was hot at the moment. Yeah. It wasn't. Everything was really. Everything was really just background. It wasn't anything that like triggered me in the morning. Nah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think. I got a second question. Back Go ahead. Did, did you guys do your outfits the night before or that morning? It depends. Damn like it depends. Like first day of school. That's that might have <laughs> been that's, that's three days. That was planned out when you was buying that yeah, shit. Like that ooh, been this ooh. first day, right? Yeah. <laughs> all all you could hope is first of all, it'd be like wait till I kill him. But you better hope nobody got nothing to say yeah. but you, because that's the thing. That's about as close to fame as you get in school. When you come through with some fresh shit or some killers, if you got some mean ass sneakers or you are famous. Until you come across another motherfucker with, with the same kid, you're like, ah, I was famous for four periods. Right, right, right. Yeah, fourth period, I wasn't famous no more. It was, it was a certain era where, you know, where starching your clothes and having them shits real pressed and your crease real sharp was was the thing, and um, so you had to do that shit the night before. So that era, which was all middle school and like you know first like ninth grade, was. You had to iron your shit the night before because, you know, to get your iron right, that is going to take you about two hours. Take some get, time. Get your shit together. And two your, hours? Hell yeah. To get your starch gang together? He was hitting some Houston starches. <laughs> like, listen, man. Hell yeah. It's a Houston starch. <laughs> if it's a Houston starch and it's not and it's not the cleanest, <laughs> yeah. mind you, you have to, you and the, to get the right starch, it's like the shit you got to mix yourself. Uh-oh. So no so Niagara. It's the Argo shit. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? You get the Argo starch powder. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Get you Damn. a bottle. Mix that shit up to your right formula. 
And then, serious. you know what I'm saying? Like crack. Buy the yeah, Coke, yeah, Coke, Coke. How you know when it's the right formula? Because trial and error, you got to know what's going to get your, your the crease that you want. What, uh-huh. You know, make it lay down how you want. I think I'm from a different era because I know my brother clowned me. Well, I think it's regional too because I remember yeah. there was a point where I was putting a uh, uh, crease in my jeans. My brother was like, "Yeah, you creasing your jeans?" Yeah, no, it's definitely clown the shit out like, of me. I'm definitely I'm from the south, so you they, know what I'm saying. They creased down New, there. New York. You had they just they, you know what I'm saying. You did a flat no, front, just flat front, just baggy flat front. Yeah. Back then, you know what I'm saying, and it eventually got to that. But at this point, that shit was a crease. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or two hours. They had a they, they had a, another situation. About seventh, eighth grade, where you had the the starch on the inside of the pants and oh. no starch on the out, so you had the shiny inside of the pants with the matte finish outside. So what are you flipping inside the? No, nah, no, nah, you just you just iron the inside, like the inside of your your inside. No, I take that, but what do you mean? So what's showing right. on the outside? Nothing, just your regular pants, right? Right. So when you iron them. When you do the inside of the leg, it's shiny inside. You, you got the shiny inside with the crease separating the matte finish from the shiny side. So, nah, what do you mean? Yeah. So it's a two tone pant. It's a two tone pant. Oh, I think finish. I think finish is a two tone pant, and it, and it Damn. works. It works best on a corduroy, a Gap corduroy at the time, because uh. the, the the matte is real matte, okay. and then the shine is real shine. Fucking creaseology. I know that's creaseology. So, so that shit right there was a science, and you could you could fuck it up, cause when you if you got too much starch in your starch, you'll burn it, and then that shit'll have a, a burn mark. On I know your, that gray, that gray. Not what, not even gray. Yeah. It'd be brown, cause yeah. you got too much starch, like too much nasty. powder. Yeah. So now you gotta start over. You gotta fucking get another pair of pants and wash them. So so oh, you want to clean it? Garden. Would wash out the starch? Yeah, yeah, it would wash out. It's just starch, but you if you burn it on it, then you fucked up your look. Right, so you know you gotta, you know, what I'm saying, go back. Two to the hours drawing. though. What do you do? What's your, your whole process? process? Your whole process. So is, mix it the starch. What's the process? You gotta mix it, and then you gotta fucking get your. Once you lay it out, first uh-huh. you gotta you gotta lay your pants out. Look at the elbow grease even in the act. I love this. Listen, you gotta lay your pants out so there's no folds on the right. bottom side. Yeah. So when you put the crease on, yeah. When you put the starch on, the the starch just go on smooth. You know what I'm right. saying? But if you got little bumps on the other side. Uh uh-huh. your pants. It's gonna be nasty. Then you're gonna have them lines. Okay. So you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta work your way through that. Uh-huh. Then you know, you you know, you get each little segment you gotta hit with with, with, with maximum yeah. maximum authority. Hilarious. So maximum it's, authority. It's, it's about, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna take you about an hour sometimes. Maximum real authority. Shit. But when you get into it, what you try to do is <laughs> right. you try to iron a few pants. Right, get them done. Yeah, try to get your pants done. So you might do that on Sunday, or you might if you wash your clothes in the middle of the week, you're trying to get your starch in. How long your start how long your crease lasts? That shit ain't going away. Your all pant, day, your all, last shit. all day. If you do the shit right, this shit is not going nowhere. Really? You know what I'm saying? That you could stand them motherfuckers up by themselves. I they, heard about they'll stand in the corner. Yeah, I've seen. If that. you do it Did right, you get compliments like yo, I see you, fam. I mean, I at this crease. point, at this point, that's just to stay in the fresh game. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So that's, like it, a, that's the that's the bar, bar the minimum standard. That's the, that's the minimum standard. You have to then, have that crease in there. Then you know what I'm saying? You have it's a whole lot of other other things you had to do to get your fresh on, but the starch and the crease was the standard. Buy your way into the that's your price of admission. You ever you ever come across the rusty iron that'll fuck your whole shit oh, up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. That but, injure shit. But the rust start coughing up that emphysema. <laughs> in the starch game, yeah, 
you don't you don't use water in the iron. So that's that's where you. What do you do? Because oh. the the steam will fucking keep the pans from getting dry. Oh, you starch okay. won't dry if you got the Dude, steam. Dude, this is a TED talk. This is <laughs> new shit. New yeah, shit. yeah. If you if you got steam, it won't let you. Have you your taught your kids how to iron? Like, no, hey, I mean they know how to iron. It ain't a starch mean? game like that no ain't more. Starch game no more. <laughs> but so <laughs> from a different era, I'm from the starch <laughs> game. From starch could you go to the cleaners and say, "Hey, put the crease on here"? Was that a possibility? Oh yeah, you could go to cleaners and get them to do it, but you know. You young, you in seventh grade and shit. You just you got a whole lot you, of cleaner money. You know what I'm saying? You just got to get it in where you fit in. Use that iron, dude. I, this is a, a sad truth, but I used to um feel bad admitting this. Oh, here we go. <sighs> I used to iron. I used to I I used to get so lazy in college that I would just iron the front side of my clothes. <laughs> what happened when you passed by? Because ain't nobody gonna see the back. That's my my theory. So I would just what iron the front. Nobody see the back. <laughs> I, I would bet like nobody gonna see the back, so I would just iron the front of my clothes and then get out at the door. And the back would look, you know, Clint Eastwood. That, you ain't have no mirrors in your eye. I I was like, I was like, ain't nobody gonna see the back of this shirt. You, you know what I mean? Niggas laughing at him. Wanna walk by? So I'm sad. I'm sad to admit it, but I was that lazy. My mother, my mother would be so mad that I said that because she was an iron queen. Uh, my my son tried to leave the house one day. Where he ironed the front of his shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what you gonna do about the back? Oh, you caught him? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Are you he's like, no, it's just straight. I'm like, nah. Go look at yourself. <laughs> Go, look at yourself. <laughs> Go look at yourself in the mirror. And I took it, and he looked he straight. So I took a picture of him from the back. Like, boy, look at the damn <laughs> Good old at home shaming. For you guys. I got a little trick I do. When I got a button down shirt that's, that's I'm wearing that's ironed, I'll put the seatbelt underneath the shirt. Does that make sense? Yeah, right, if you right, want to, okay. sometimes don't even put the shirt on. on until I see you do that a lot. You'll put yeah, it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just let that until lift. You get them. Yeah. yeah. You go hit them with a crisp effect. Yeah, I mean. Creaseology. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was definitely a creaseology era. You know, that ended, you know what I'm saying, towards later high school, and then it became sweatsuits and shit like yeah. that. But but during the crease era, you had to have your shit on point. So you had to, you had to get in done like a, a seamstress. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is some rough years for me. Some rough years for me, man. I was I had I had on fake Nike jeans. Yeah, fake Nike. Yeah, jeans. my mom got me fake Nike jeans. What man. a fake Nike jeans. Basically, my mom would go to hundred. What a real show. Nike jeans. I that even the fact Nike, they were Nike, Nike make jeans. They didn't, so, but they would put them on there like they might have for a hot second, but never they never really caught fire. But go ahead. So what are these fake mom, Nike jeans look like? In her attempt to get me some brand name clothes, she would go to the stores in one hundred first in the Heights. Yeah. And she would pick something out that she thought was brand name. Right, right, right. It was right. Nike jeans. And I was like, number one, does Nike make jeans? Right. And two, I think this is a fake. Yeah. And I was rocking <laughs> that to school. It was, it was, the high school was rough for me the first couple of years, oh, man. It man. was a rough, rough couple of years, man. Everybody has that. Everybody has a couple. Yeah, yeah, you just have to figure out. You got to, you know, figure out where you're going to fall into the whole paradigm of all that shit. You know Builds what I'm character. Social dynamics, who your friend's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Then you then your clothes and all that stuff that matters, but really it's gonna where you fall into the social stratosphere. And my shame ran so deep that I started to like I put an emphasis on my intellect. That's what I would whenever cats were snapping my clothes, I'd be like, Yeah, but I'm I'm good at math. That's what I would yell back. It was awful. <laughs> so I'm your... winning in bio. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, what was your friends like? I had a, a core crew of a we were it was I'll be honest, man, it was geeks. You know, we went to yeah. computers and technology. Would and, they want to hear that type of shit? What you mean? <laughs> will they will it be news to them when they hear that they was geeks? They knew we oh, was okay. into right, Nintendo right. and, and hey, video games shout and, out to them. I hope they ain't listen um, to the show. Like, man, Motherfucker. A lot of kids was into Nintendo and video games. Yeah, but and, I couldn't I couldn't really roll with that crowd that was like hip and fashionable. Mm-hmm. You know, I so I was like, let me play my I'm gonna stay on my lane. Mm-hmm. I did play basketball. That was the one saving grace that got okay, me to, yeah, yeah, yeah. into the social that's circle. A, that's a hood passport. Yeah, I, I, I knew how to hoop. 
Yeah. So, it's interesting. It is it is interesting finding yourself, your lane, it is. where you fit in. Because it could be bumpy. What was your lane? Ah, I was a funny nigga. I got, I got in with that. <laughs> That's another hood passport. I got in with being the funny <laughs> the hood passport. Yeah, you know what it gets you through. Like, you know what it gets you through if you can fight real good to maybe yeah. you, you intimidate enough people to win now. You're cool. Mm-hmm. If you can run fast. If you would give the dude that get all the like girls. like an X-Men school. Like, what's your power? Nah, yeah, that's, that's true. For sure. If yeah. you knew how to fight. If you, you fight, know, uh, you tell jokes, nobody don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. Right. They leave you the fuck alone. It, it's a lot of that. If you played sports, that could help you out. You know. Uh, it was, it's interesting now to think about it. When you break down most kids when you went to school, mm-hmm. like, who was cool just for just being themselves and just being a cool motherfucker? Slim. Slim, it's very slimmer slim. than you think. There's only a few people that just got away with just, oh, that's I'm old me. kid. That's just them. They just cool. And you you got to admire that. And the envy I had of those especially people. Especially if it's real. So much envy. You look know? at him being himself. Exactly. <laughs> look at with, him. With nothing look, to look lean on. Look at him on. doing him. Nothing to lean on. Nothing to lean on. Just regular No chip sneakers. on his shoulder. Yeah. Just cool motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just shell. Not overcompensating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I try to do a whole lot. But uh, where'd you find yourself? Well, What was your lane? Well, no, I had a crew from all the way back. So by the time we got to high school, it became a, it was like a hodgepodge. You know what I'm saying? We had these different characters in our crew, but we were all cool since like second grade because we grew up in the same little block. Uh So we had, you know, we had, you know, some of us, some of us could dress and had the clothes and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? We had, you know, a few funny niggas, you know what I'm saying? Well, what were you? What was your I was, I was the cool nigga. You know what I'm saying? For what? What was the what brought your cool? Hey, the regular cool the regular ass nigga. See this shit? <laughs> I was just me. That was my senior accommodation in the um in the yearbook. I was, was a cool nigga. Are you serious? <laughs> I was, you was for real? cool nigga. Nah. You being honest that's a cool. Oh cool. Oh cool. Give it up for your salad. Your your Victorian cool nigga. Man, this spin move, everybody. Nah, but, give it up. But it, it, <laughs> look at that crease. Look at that crease yeah, on them. My shit transformed over over time. Like in elementary, you know what I'm saying? We had, you know, we we was just kids. You know what I'm saying? We 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 ain't fuck with nobody. But if it got to it, we fought. You know what I'm saying? We weren't scared to fight. You know what I'm saying? So from you know elementary, that was like okay, them them niggas all right. They'll fight with, they'll play ball, they'll do whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's certain little things you had to be able to do without being outcast. You had to you know play your sport, right? You know what I'm saying? Tell your jokes or fight. But what was your signature thing? I know you were cool, but oh, what I'm, would they I'm, say? I'm getting, I'm getting. One thing about Ali, wait, he is. What would they say? Like I said, it evolved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It evolved. Uh-oh. It evolved over time. Middle school, I had my starch game. I had my, you know, I had my clothes. I started to get my clothes okay. together. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, this cool, cool cat with the clothes. You know what I'm saying? Now, your 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 clothes uh, acquisition was that based on family, or were you start you were enterprising early on? You were getting your own money. No, I was always a, enterprising, so I was always. You, but I, were you were you buying your own? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. I okay. bought some. I bought a few little pieces. I got my school clothes, but I knew how to 
I, I, bought my, I bought my school clothes. It was like, you know, investments. Okay. okay. So I'm going to get this, 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 and this. And those key pieces that your parents going to buy. Uh-huh. It ain't going to be a whole lot. Right. But you got key elements. So you shit. have vision as a young exactly. kid. Exactly. <laughs> so you had that. You know what I'm saying? vision. <laughs> so Who the I got. Fuck? <laughs> this kid is wise. Watch, watch, watch. These basics. What happens nah, you, is you can build something. Exactly. About. You get your basics. How and, old were you saying shit like this? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> yeah. You had to survive out here, man. I said, survive out here. So you get your shit that, okay, everybody got gap cores. All right, I'm going to get these colors. Uh-huh. I could get I could get three pairs. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to get one pair of jeans. Okay. That's four. So you short. Uh-huh. You, you, had a deficit, you had a deficit of one pair of jeans. Right. You know what I'm saying? For a five-day school week. All right. So you got to figure out how you going to. That's some shit. You know what I'm saying? No, but just the school week, just the thing about how you just said you're in a deficit. You got five pairs of pants for the school week, right? Mm-hmm. That's some shit that I think you live on for a long yeah. time. Till you get older and then you say, fuck it, I'm about to wear these jeans for about three, yeah. four days in a right, row. But like that was some shit that you couldn't do in Right, school. when you see the same people every day, they're going to call you out. That like, motherfucker, so you just had them bitches yeah. on yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got, you short, you short one pair of jeans. But then you realize that, you know, okay, I, my sweatsuit that I got last year I could rock them sweatpants, you know what I'm saying, on on the deficit day. You know what I'm saying? So you rock your sweatpants with some new T-shirts every time, then you won't get called on it, all right? So then- Crafty. So then when you make your own little money, then you buy your little pieces. You know what I'm saying? That's when you could, all right, I'm going to get a new Fila this, or I'm going to get a new Coca-Cola that, or I'm going to get a, you know what I'm saying? That's how you, then, then you, by the, by the time Christmas come, and then you get a, you know, we ain't celebrate Christmas, but you might, you know, stumble you across a few dollars. You know stumble across you a few dollars. Stumble, stumble, stumble across, stumble a, few across a few dollars. During the Christmas season. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, then, then, you get, then you get pieces. Okay. By the time I got to ninth grade high school and shit, I knew how to do that shit real good. Then Jordans came out. So you cracked the code early. Yeah, by the time high school, I knew how to feel Bally, motherfucking clocks. You had a good how, yeah. sneak. You had a shoe rotation. I had a good rotation of nice shit and knew how to get. That took me a long time. Knew how to get, okay, I'm going to get these Bally's right here and I'm going to get these Jordans right here. That's my signatures. And then that's, you know what I'm saying, that's $100 on the Bally's. That's 70-something on the Jordans. Then you say, like, all right. Then I'm gonna drop down and get a couple of pairs, you know what I'm saying, $40 here, $40 there, like, you know what I'm saying, the Nike Wimbledon's or some, some, you know what I'm saying, some some standard joints that'll look fresh, but they ain't, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, banana crazy. They're right? not crazy, but they'll, they'll keep you looking good. You know what I'm saying? So then once you set it up like that, I'm coming to school with the gear. Then we discovered Roland, who was the barber. Mm-hmm. He was the young barber in the barber shop. His daddy owned the spot at their house. Mm-hmm. His daddy was the dude, but he was like the creepy daddy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Kind of like try to lean his Cringe. Dick, dick on your arm. <laughs> like, oh, wow. like you go sitting oh. on the motherfucking shit. He like, oh. hey, hey. You, know oh, you want to so fade, huh? So you got to keep your arms <laughs> on the inside of the chin and shit. Ah, oh, shit. And then his other son. Anything for a shape up, right, dude? <laughs> and, and I'll let you put your dick on me for a shape up. Nah, nah. <laughs> you, 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 know, you know to go up in that bitch with your arms inside the damn rails. That's a shame. <laughs> then his other son, he was good, but he was, you know what I'm saying, he was kind of crazy. And then Roland was a young one. He was, he was, probably, he was probably like 12, 13. When in the shop cutting, in the shop cutting, Damn. so he was a little dude, prodigy, <laughs> you know, for real, for real. 
So he was in there, but nobody would go to him. And then I'm like, shit. He was like, yo, I got you. I'm like, all right. So he got you? I got in Roland chair, and Roland got me. He he killed that shit. You he serious? was the best one in the shop. Uh, as far as the new phase yeah. and the fucking parts. He was a beast. He was the secret weapon. And after you, everyone jumped Once. on it? Everyone jumped so, in? Just my boys, all us started going to Roland. Then he started to blow, but he always, Thursday nights, he would, you the know what I'm saying? The core crew, the core crew. After, right. after the shop closed Thursday night, he'd get the core crew. And once we had Roland on the team, it was over. You guys had a barber in the squad? You had the barber on the squad, dog. And then it was over. It was over. You know what I'm saying? What, what have you, have you followed do? up on Roland? Was he at Yeah, he in Miami. I see him on Facebook all the time. He cutting hair still? I think so, yeah. Well, he's he's, he's got to be a B. He got to be yeah, on the like, stage. He, he, made us, he made us famous. Because <laughs> for sure, for sure, he made he, us famous. Dog, they got a barber on. Does the he crew. know that? Did you ever give him that? Yeah, Did you tell him that shit. Give him the shout out. That's the shit you nah, said. Nigga, I mean, it, it wasn't. This ain't nothing. Uh, I'm just saying. Okay, this ain't nothing. You I'm said just that saying. shit about his this, pops this, being creepy before. He know not that to him. Too. <laughs> no, not to him. Okay, everybody in there. I hate for him to find out through this. Everybody in there would kind of know. But I want to be the Rollins fiftieth. He made us famous, y'all. But when. The Jordan logo went from the wings to the jump, man. He had it in the back. Rolling was the one put it in the back of my yeah, head. That first. was a win, and that shit was a fucking there win. It should be a movie. So, about this guy. so you gonna so your signature became the haircuts and the style, the, the style. Okay, so they they be like the one thing about Ali. Oh, he came fresh. Okay, yeah, right, he was that, fresh. That's what made you. That's what got you cool. Yeah, that's yeah, where you yeah. began. Okay, began you cool. That's, yeah, then all right, saying. cool, cool. That's cool. amazing, dog. So at that point, you realize once the Jordan, once I got the Jordan twos, dog, and you know what I'm saying, people say what they want about sneakers and all that shit. Once I got the Jordan twos and saw the effect, life was over. Different. Of of how people react. I had shoes before. I had you know the fresh whatevers, whatevers. But the reaction to the fresh whatevers, <laughs> the reaction to the Jordans was totally different. It put you in a whole status, nother status. class of reactions. Yeah. You know what mm. I'm saying? And that, therefore, I realized that life was a costume show. Mm. You could put them Jordans on, you had a passport to go in this hood, however you want it, wherever you want it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? After that, you know what I'm saying? It was on you. It's what you brought and to that the shit game. Still, that shit is still how it is now. Certain shit you could put on that people will give you a certain amount of credit right. off the rip. Coming to the meeting with the salmon pants on. It legitimizes you. You know what I'm saying? They're like, hey, he knows something. He, he knows he's, he's about something. Hey, but hey. you gotta believe in it. You oh, gotta yeah, believe. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah, just but show you can't. With the no, you, no, you can't believe in the outfit. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta know. You gotta know. That's just a passport to get <laughs> yeah, you through. Yeah. You're gonna need a budget to, once yeah. you get into the city. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> believe you down. Yeah. When you step in. When yeah. you step in, you gotta know where yeah, you're going. You gotta have somebody to meet outfit on, but they ain't wearing it right. Yeah. It's like I hate to say it, but when a girl. Wear some heels. You can't really walk in them, and you kind of a lot of that. You know, yeah. Yeah, but then it's those that can walk in them, bitches, exactly, and, and right. know exactly what's gonna happen when they come into the room based off of what they got on. Takes practice. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You could always tell when somebody got some shit on that they ain't all the way comfortable with what they got on. They don't. Not you know what I mean? No like, conviction. yeah, not even no conviction. It, maybe it's no conviction, but it's just no true ownership of it. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you know, like when when a, when an artist first comes out, the record might be bigger than the artist. Yeah, right. And you that guy with that song, and then you still don't really feel like <laughs> you that don't move. guy yet. You don't move like that yeah. guy yet. Until you become that guy. Right, Then right. it's like, yeah, that's me. Right. I got that song as well. Now right. it's not the song leading. It's, you know what I mean? 
It's one of those things. Yeah, it's just you once you know how to carry what you what you got, you know what I'm saying? And it's like understanding where you fit in the in the social spectrum and then and and knowing that and knowing how to come in and utilize that to your best ability, to your best powers, to your advantage. Right. Then you know what I'm saying, you you could go places. I love, how, I, love that, I, I love that I love that Roland element. That, yeah. that to me is fantastic. Yeah, Roland Roland took us over the top. What y'all thinking? You thinking we should should help these people? I guess. We got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to talk nah, about nah, something. No, no, no. We can help these people. We got something. Help, 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 help the people, people out. <laughs> I mean, we're not uh, helping the people. Well, just, we just, we, we want to, I really want to give some feedback. To on, the listeners, yeah. We're extending the conversation. You know what I'm saying? We we had the show last week was, you know, very different from, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, our usual yes, banter. Was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, you know, it was a little, 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 off of the deep end. It was thoughtful. Yeah, it was thoughtful, you know what I'm saying? And and we had varying reactions, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Some people were like, ha, that's some bullshit. Yeah. But then it was just as many people saying, hey, that y'all hit up on something right there. A lot of engagement. A lot of engagement. Um kind of look maybe a little more than I was expecting. Yeah. Especially in um on the snap. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I got a couple of little um So I guess tee up what uh if the, for the people that didn't hear their last episode, uh-huh. what is this in relation to? What these 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 snaps? What we snaps. about to have this conversation well, about? Well, in the conversation, it was it was a couple of things. It was you know talking about you know men women relationships. Uh, it, it hit upon you know what I'm saying um, this era of porn and, right. and 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 guys being all the way into porn that sometimes affects. Their relationship right. with women, right. as, as well as their relationship with their own private parts. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it that's what deep. it got deep. That's where the yeah. shit got. You know what I'm saying? It got it got crazy because now, you know what I'm saying? On one hand, I thought you know we were over the edge. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because you know we know guys. We don't. <laughs> right. That's a pause moment. That's an <laughs> arrow yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. But she put it out <laughs> there to say, "Hey, you've gone too far." She put it out. One for, thing about Ali, go <laughs> <laughs> <Not> too far. Felicia, <laughs> hoping that I know the ledge. <laughs> Felicia posed the posed the the, uh, the question of you know why don't you guys have these conversations amongst yourselves? Right. And I was like, because that's just ain't what motherfuckers do. <laughs> Goddamn, vulnerable ass conversation. <laughs> we do, but we don't admit it. But yeah. in the in the after the show, you know what I'm saying? It's people. We people start having these conversations to like to say, the altar to the point of you know. Uh, it was kind of almost. It was it was over the edge, but you know, what I'm saying I, 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 you know, I manned up, and you know, what I'm saying, and here we are. There it is. So anyway, gone too far. So a lot of guys, you know, what I'm saying a lot of guys that hit me, you know, like it's like a, this is not facts for everybody. This is just you know, just a, a small <laughs> I love the shit don't apply I love to me. No, because you know, some people thought yeah, we yeah, were yeah, spouting yeah. facts, but we were just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying, uh, you know, a lot of guys their first. Uh, <laughs> Interaction with sex was porn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. A lot of a lot of guys who hit me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying. A lot of guys are saying that that uh, porn. Yeah, does kind of affect your situation when you beat off too much to right. it. You know what okay. I'm saying. And then coming to a situation with a real woman. Right. And you know what I'm saying. It's you know. It's, it's a different situation. It's a broke dick situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. They call and, that pied. Word. Porno induced erectile dysfunction. It's mm-hmm. actually a, a a real occurrence 
We were one of the we kind of talked about that with guy code. They were, that was one of the potential topics. Like that's yeah. that's become a huge phenomenon. And, and one guy said Felicia needs to understand it has nothing to do with the woman and everything to do with the dude having way too many orgasms without a sexual partner. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You can also be but so you can only be but so normal after beating off the porn for a prolonged period. So these are the type of conversations right. that is going on in the DM. And then another, another, um, my other guy I was talking to, we was on the phones, and it, again, it was like, air, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but we, 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 <laughs> we was here. We but, mature. Know, we mature, you know, I'm evolved, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And he was, another thing he wanted to point out, he was like, you know, sometimes you be in a relationship, you mm. know what I'm saying, for a while with yeah. one partner or whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you, you're doing it. Raw dog, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying, with your partner. Okay. And then you get okay. out in these streets. Okay. Right. You don't know these people. Yeah. You yep. know what I'm saying? Put a yonder so, on. You know what I'm saying? You got to put your yonder on. Feel like a leather jacket. It feel like a leather jacket. It just, okay. you know what I'm saying? It's a broke dick moment again. Mm. Like, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, it was, you know, it, again, I just wanted to let, you know, again, address some of the guys who, who did respond and I appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we could, I, well, at least I could further flesh out the conversation with okay. with Felicia, who's working on, you know what I'm saying, trying to understand some of this stuff for herself. So, again, definitely appreciate it and all that. Let me see if I can find another yeah. one. That was, what with, I was going to say. Oh, this dude right here did talk about the pie situation. Okay. Shoot, shoot, speak on it. So, granted, I've had performance anxiety once, but it's different when <laughs> than what my boys describe as pie. Basically, niggas spending too much time touching their dicks and not an actual person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, well, one thing about masturbation, male <laughs> and female. Now this is real shit. Ah, the go shit ahead, is, go ahead. you know the one thing. <laughs> I tell you one thing about you, man. <laughs> B- before we begin, I would like to touch. No, on. but it's uh, it's tied to like lessening anxiety when people get anxious. Uh-huh. That's just another way of people kind of working out that nervous energy. <laughs> no, nah, no doubt. So, that, that's, that's a historical. You know, that's man? a historical. Yeah. Do you with, journal? Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't journal, I but don't I journal. Journal. <laughs> But it's also now that we're living in this era. You know, earlier on, even if you did, you sound come like in, such a professor right now. Even, right, if right. Did come in, even if you were introduced to like sexuality via porn and things of that nature, nowadays, like yeah. it is so. It, I mean, it's so it's accessible. Like even even back back in my day, like I was saying last week. Yeah, you saw porn when you was younger, but back then it was like limited to magazines. Yeah. Right, it wasn't yeah. like like you had to be advanced to have you yeah. know what I'm saying, VCR and all that shit. And, and you only seen like one or two porns. You knew the the woman for years. Right. It's almost a relationship. You right. know what I mean? Now it's so many right. fucking it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like somebody somebody else commented saying that like, shit, you could I could scroll down my my Instagram and scroll down my Twitter and just see various people just getting head. Yeah. Like, you know. You it's know, out there. It's different. It's now. definitely out there. It's definitely in there. And it definitely has an effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you know, I try, not, I try not to go too far looking at all that crazy shit because for me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For me, it, it kind of, it's like, I know I ain't I ain't going I ain't going out like I ain't doing that shit at the house every day with my wife <laughs> like shit I'm like hey hey that's, that's what cool think about my uncle <laughs> doing all that crazy <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like okay we, we doing some shit but they ain't going crazy like that so right. it's not even in my kind of lane what we really doing at the house I think so people forget that it's, it's not it's not sustainable <laughs> and shit there's no but I think people forget I think as you have some real world experiences right you start to learn that a lot of that stuff is theater 
Right. Of a lot it's, of it. It's a the, it's a theater of sex. Right. Yeah, and you then know, when you it's when, for the camera. Right. You know. And when you make videos and yeah, shit, you know, you like, know, okay, they cut, he took a break, you know what I'm saying? They came it, back. There's a director, there's angles, shot shots are blocked. But a lot of but I don't think there's enough of that discussion that goes on. I think there's that there's a missing link there. Mm. It's one of those things that you find that out through trial and error. A lot of error. After a, ra- a, lot, a lot, lot of error. error. A lot of error. A lot mm-hmm. of error. A lot of, you know, I was talking to, I was talking to this woman who wrap up in a few, but I was talking to this woman who, uh, she was saying that she can't really have sex without being drunk. You know what I mean? Right. Because if she, she it, it gets rid of all of the awkward anxiety mm-hmm. of right. being, inti- being intimate. Right. right. And my thing was, well, then you're not really being intimate. Absolutely. Right. I, agree, not, I agree with you that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, you're just but, yeah, yeah. masking your feelings. Yeah. And then she says, when I wake up the next day or when, when we're done, it's it's very awkward. And I, I get out of there and we right. we typically don't have anything. Yeah, you're not really putting yourself in the situation. You're not making yourself like emotionally accountable. And, right. that, and, and you should know that as anybody that's having sex. That that shit don't always look like when we were younger. Maybe it wasn't explicit, but it was fucking showtime with the saxophone in the right. back and everything looked elaborate. Every dim lighting, everybody picking that woman up and <laughs> fucking her all around the room. That's and, it's right. theater, I mean? theater sex, man. Right, come on. And man. you think that's what sex should be as a, as a yeah. dude? Like, I, got, I gotta bring. I gotta be. I gotta perform. You know what yeah. what I, mean? <laughs> I lift up. What? Like I say, it's, ain't, it's not sustainable. Like you know, you you see people on the internet. You know, saying on Twitter. You know, they're they're wall hitting. They're getting head and all that. I can't go home and get head all the motherfucker. Hey, baby, give me some head. Yeah. So you going you going you set yourself up for the wrong move. Looking crazy. <laughs> and also, I think what porn does to it eliminates the 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 way you good. You know, I'm not an expert again, but people lead up to sex. Yeah, it's a lead up. You go out to dinner, movie. Mm-hmm. So there's a comfort level that that peaks right. during the, you know during intimacy. Right, it's intimate. Yeah. It's real intimacy. Yeah. It's right. not your laptop. Right, your laptop on the laptop. They just yeah, write, and, they write and in on the laptop, yeah. nobody, nobody complains, nobody sighs, no nobody. Nagging. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no, yeah, this don't feel right. Let's change. You know what I'm saying? That, that shit don't happen in, nah. in the fucking porn. And that shit hits you in real life. You're like, oh, lie, what the fuck you mean? And also, there's an editor. There's post on these videos. Right, right. Doing, can you can you add that clip? Yeah. <laughs> in real life, you got to be able to be fluid with that. Yeah, shit. you got to be spontaneous. All right, all right, okay. All right, right, right. But uh, it's crazy. Man. But you know, what I'm saying definitely wanted to appreciate everybody. You know, what I'm saying for. Oh, we joining, appreciate that joining that conversation absolutely yeah we appreciate and, that and to Felicia you see we are starting to have this conversation right. amongst men you I like that it feels like a safe space for cast to say certain yeah. shit and we you will honor I mean? your confidentiality yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. bring Vlad into the conversation he had to he on the um, snap that laughing Vlad <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the snap I'm on the snap Ali was like don't just give me the conversation <laughs> yeah Ali's a therapist he's <laughs> <told> everybody <laughs> you know what I'm saying Anybody. but no you know it was cool though it, like you know like I said it's definitely I open it because I ain't in the streets like that and I didn't grow up quick question, in this more, generation. Quick question for you, Ali, and the guys. Do you think there's more pressure on men to perform than women sexually? I think it's probably both. And we're all men here, so it's a, it's a biased conversation, obviously. It's a biased conversation. Yeah, well, but I mean, I, I think everybody come into the room with their own set of things. Expectations, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You, you, if it's your first time, you want, you know, got them... Wonder if your shit is up to par, right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. If with her, she trying to, rub, you know, maybe her body or maybe you know what I'm saying, whatever. It's it's everybody coming to the room with a certain thing, and and you know, I feel like, you know, I always felt like it was my job to make make sure that that shit is all calmed down. Right. You know what I'm saying control That's what I'm that control about. that exactly environment. That was just me. You know what I'm saying? But everybody come into it with something. 
Yeah. Everybody got their That's own great, history. Great advice. Everybody got their own history, what they've been through, what they know. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You might get in the room with somebody that know way more than you. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to be willing to learn. Where'd you train? Where'd you train <laughs> What gym you go to? <laughs> exactly. In the county of Dade, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, where y'all going to be at, man? Where you going to be at, Vlad? I will be... Uh, I'm in the city this whole week, man. So I'm performing all week. I'll be at the stand. I'll be at the comic strip. I'll be at Dangerfields. I'm oh, um, in the shit. city. We be in the city. We yeah. shit. I'm here. Um, got to probably bounce out a couple of dates, you know what I'm saying, uh, later in the month, like next two weeks. Uh, this week I'm here. It's back to school week, so the kids is trickling back to school. So I'm making sure they get off right, you know what I'm saying, get this fall kicked off, you know what I'm saying, everybody straight. And then next week, you know what I'm saying, we back on the grizzine. Yeah, it is. Back on the grind. Yeah. I'm going to be in Charlotte this weekend at the Comedy Zone. Nice. Charlotte Comedy nice. Zone, September 8th through the 10th. Get your tickets now, cltcomedyzone.com. We're going to have a good-ass time. I want to see the people in the building, all the, in the conversationalists come out. We're going we gonna to do it, you know? And uh, shit, until next time, tell a friend, tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archived episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.